Welcome back to Happily Bored. My name is Chuck. I'm Jenna. And today is August 10th. Yep. And we're recording, getting ready for bed. And you're literally sitting here in nothing but a t-shirt. <laughs> well, I had to have something to hook my mic onto. <laughs> Unfortunately, also, I have a, leg, a pillow between my legs and you looked over and my dick was tucked, so I'm <laughs> going all RuPaul on you. But Oh my God. That was an accident. Welcome back. <laughs> yes. So... uh Today we're going to be talking about toxic people, mm. so stick around. So yeah. Um, toxic people. Toxic people, because we kind of have hit a crossroads. We're also going to talk about your navigational natural abilities and where there's the no 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 downside <laughs> yes because it's a pattern it's now become a pattern it's not a pattern <laughs> so let's start with I the guess. lighthearted stuff and that is i got to see pink you got to see pink bestie mandy took me um because one of our awesome friends gave us tickets um that she couldn't use so we got to go see pink lad in concert and it was a beautiful outdoor venue it with was perfect weather beautiful at nats park in the open stadium at the baseball stadium in the fucking pouring rain tornado warning <laughs> yeah. thunderstorms and apparently nearby there were ones that touched down yeah in maryland which isn't far <laughs> from where we were in dc yeah so so nats stadium is in southeast dc which is like the Compton of DC. <laughs> well, before the Nationals Park was there, it was the seedy side of town. It was it was the seedy gay part of town. Yeah. Well, they also <laughs> have things around there that are just not generally good. No. Gay part, you know, you would go visit for the gay clubs and stuff like that. And that part there specifically so was fine. Yeah, that was fine. But everywhere around it was not good yeah it was not a good and, it's not a good location but you have a, a pattern that is formed so like when I we were not... dating before we got married you pick this one place now you can navigate and you can prevent yourself from getting lost but you do end up in trouble on the way no what happens is if i second guess myself mm -hmm. that's when i end up taking the wrong turn so we had the little car and we tried to go to ikea i know we were in the red explorer i think no, we were in the purple car. Yeah, in my purple old purple car. Dodge right, Colt. If we had the Explorer, we would have gone off-road. Yeah, it would have been fine. But you try to take us, and you're like, no, I'm fine. I was like, I know there's a shortcut to Ikea through this random little town, which is probably now a fucking paved road. Right, true. <laughs> but yeah, so we would have had to go off-road. And then when we went to California before we got married, <laughs> you put us up in a hotel. And the hotel itself wasn't too bad, it was but there fine. was a hit and run outside. That That part of town is not terrible. And then you went... Your aunt and I think they were dating at the time. Your now uncle came to visit us, or was it Carol and Yoli? Your aunt, both. Your they aunt. haven't come together to visit. Okay, us. so we're in. You're showing them around DC. Yeah. And you're navigating, and we get lost for a while, and we see a hit and run. What? Yeah, that that gold car like ran up and hit somebody, and then just kept driving. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we were in DC. We were showing your aunt around D.C. She wanted to see D.C. I don't show people around D.C. because I don't know D.C. This was in the Red Explorer. It was a long time ago. They never, they weren't together when you had the Red Explorer. Okay, that was just Carol. 
No, Carol's never been here by herself. Okay. I'm pretty that sure. was someone else, asshole. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'm sure about that. It was you. No. It was. I have never gone touring through DC and in, in, in your Red Explorer. I know it was you because I recognize the area, which I only would have recognized after I lived and worked in DC. There's no way we went in your Explorer. You okay. had a two-seater. Mm-hmm. We had people in the back. No, anyway, we didn't. So we'll disagree on that one. Oh, my God. It wasn't me. We'll disagree on that one. However, then you decide to... Now what? Leave Nationals Park in the oh, wrong part so, of town. Okay, so 10, 20 years ago mm-hmm. to now... Okay. And this is what you're harping on? All these things happened back in the day. On the worst possible corner. Yeah, we had no idea where we were. Look, I second-guessed myself when we were walking down one of the streets by the Capitol because we parked in Northwest Mm -hmm. and took an Uber down to Southeast because it's a 15-minute drive. Mm -hmm. And it was just easier because it was pouring rain and, like, we didn't have to deal with the Metro and all that stuff. Plus, we weren't sure what time the concert was going to end. And anyway. So we're in this parking garage and we got out of the concert and we walked a couple blocks to the metro station so that we could pick up an Uber, but we could not get a fucking Uber to show up. Nobody's showing up and it's always showing nine minutes and nobody's coming. Yeah, it it kept saying like nine minutes away and we're like, okay, fine, nine minutes. And then, like, you'd refresh the thing, and it would be, like, nine minutes. And I was on the Lyft app. Mandy's on the Uber app. And hers kept saying it was trying to find a driver. And then it would get almost to the end. And then it was, like, looking for a new driver. And I was like, what the fuck? That's drivers rejecting the fare. And then yeah. mine mine was, like, and this was just right by the metro. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like we were in a bad area. Like, they could have made some money. Mine kept saying, um, like, I would click on a, a person, and it would say it was nine minutes away. And then it would connect. And the dude was in fucking Arlington. Mm. And I was like, it's nine minutes if you can fly here. <laughs> so skip to somebody actually stopping anyway, for you. No, nobody stopped for us. So what ended up happening was we were like, I said, fuck this. It's 35 minutes to walk. Let's just go. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, all right, fine. And at this point, it's been raining on us for six hours. Mm. And we're just sopping wet. It's pouring rain. Our shoes are are just soaked clothes are soaked like we're done mm-hmm. so i was like fuck it we can walk for 30 minutes it's not a big deal so we start walking and we were doing good and like i said we got right by the Capitol, which is where we were parked and and we should have gone caddy corner because mm-hmm. i was looking at the the map thing and i was like okay we need to go caddy corner but then in my head i was like well that doesn't make sense why would you cross a street at an angle kind of thing because you know dc's all laid out all funky yeah so anyway i second guessed myself and we walked straight and when we did that we walked on the opposite side of where we were supposed to be Mm. which apparently was heading back into like southeast and i didn't realize it Mm. um so we ended up uh on this corner and mandy was like i'm done i'm calling an uber (laughs) and i was like okay great and so we kept trying to get one and we were running into the same kind of issue. And then somebody was like, okay, they'll be here. And she's like, okay, he's saying five minutes. So we were waiting and waiting. Meanwhile, like this crackhead comes over and well, she wasn't like a crackhead, but she was just like, do you have any spare change or anything to eat? And we were like, no, we're good. And, and we're like, sorry, you know, we have nothing. Yeah. Um, 
And so she was like, okay, fine. Have a good day. And she walked away. We'd, that was like the fourth person we'd seen. Yeah. yeah. Like there was no one on the street. So you do get somebody to come. So somebody drives up in the Uber. We made sure it was him. The license plate didn't really match. But when we opened the door, she was like, are you Nathaniel? He was like, yeah, Mandy. Okay. Get in the car. <laughs> so then he closed the door. He goes, where are you guys from? And I was like, Virginia, why? And he's like, oh, my God. I knew you were not from around here because this is the worst possible corner to be standing on in D.C. (laughs) He said, you are standing right next to a homeless shelter. And the only reason that you're not getting, like, stabbed or mugged or, you know, whatever. He goes, because they're all inside because of the rain. And we were like, oh, that's great. Well, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's good to know that the criminals take a break in the rain. <laughs> now, before Nats Park, you had a friend that lived down there in the Navy Yard area. Yeah. And what did he, he got mugged, but he was kind of cool about it because he got what? He lost like a couple bucks or a, a stick of gum and a condom. What was it? Yeah, it was something really stupid. Like yeah. he didn't, he didn't lose anything. He was like, I was hoping to use that condom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, what we have learned is you need to plan your travel. Uh, well, we'll safely we will just make sure that in the future, if we ever have to go down there, somebody will be dropping us off and picking our asses up. And you'll be disposing of the shoes the same day. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I left the shoes in the. Because as soon as we got back to the fucking car, which was another ordeal because the garage was closed. Yeah. Um. Thank God some dude walked in or drove up and let us in. So, yeah. anyway. Um. As soon as we got to the car, I pulled my shoes off and threw them in the back seat on the floor. And get forward to today where we get in the car so that I can. <laughs> I totally go forgot to my they were in there. Now, there's been a history of Jenna's car having a weird smell that she doesn't pick up for a while. And I'm used to. Not in this car. Yes, the milk issue was in the truck, the blue truck, and in Jean. They were both blue. But it was in Jean where you had the milk issue and the coffee. Oh, no, my mom had spilled a milkshake, and I didn't know that part of it had so gone down was, one side of the console. I started smelling it for months, and then the kids started smelling it for another month and a half. And then Jenna finally smelled it and was like, oh, what's that smell? And I was like, because I wouldn't even ride in that rear truck for a while because it stank so bad. So the thing, though, is Jenna's usually got a delay in smelling the stuff <laughs> that the kids and I smell. So there was no mistaking. This I opened was... the I opened the door to go to the appointment for my machine, and I open it, and I just get hit with a wall of stank. Oh my god! It was. And I'm like, swamp. this is this is swampy, nasty shoe <laughs> smell. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I was fully expecting to get in the car, and then you hop in after me and go, "What? I don't smell anything." And I literally like, I got it. You were like, "What the fuck is that?" And I was like, "Oh shit, my shoes." <laughs> So those went straight to the trash can. And literally, as soon as I tossed them out, like, it, it smelled getting better. so much better. Yeah, and then when we left the appointment, there was only a hint of it. So, I mean, those things were emanating. That that was three miles yeah. of D.C. street water. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that stuff, you probably could take a Geiger counter to it and be like... Right. Oh, that's great. Now my feet are radiating. Yeah, it was it was bad. There was, a, there was particles coming off those feet. Uh, but was, anyway, that anyway, was so, a, a fun adventure with my non-toxic friend. <laughs> yes, non-toxic. Very good. Now, as far as the machine goes, yes. Yeah, so we've got a... Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you mentioned your Darth machine. Say, say what it is. Yeah. So my sleep apnea... You overachiever, you. 
is like 93, 97, something like and that. And they consider and anything over 30 severe. So yeah, and you're like off 30, the there's chart. Like, before 30, there's like five shades of bad. And 30 is the highest you can get. And anything above that is bad. And I'm like 97. So hopefully this machine will work. I'll be a little bit like Darth Vader. But I also get to use my... doesn't make any noise, though. But since I get to sleep on my back... I uh, should be able to use my AirPods to noise cancel and have some peaceful sound. So we'll see. Yeah, Tonight's that's the first cool. night to sleep with it. So hopefully. Good luck, fingers. my friend. Yeah, hopefully that'll be good. So on to our topic of toxic people. Last time. I feel spoke... like we need to insert Britney Spears. You're toxic. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, last time we spoke, we were getting ready for. My father's celebration life slash memorial. Yes. And you did an amazing job finding oh, a place. Thank you. Um, my older sister Candy was there with her brood of children. Um, two of that, the two older children were not there. Um, They're adults, though. Yeah, because um, issues. They have their own. Minute. They have their own. Well, the thing though is, well, that one of them doesn't drive, the and park... then the other one literally doesn't have a car. So right. But the park was amazing. Um, my sister's son, who's on the spectrum, um, did not have to be entertained at all. He had an amazing time. He was in great behavior. Everybody. And then it, it ended up being that the parking lot actually shared the parking lot with the volunteer fire department. Right. So he wandered over and started talking to the, one of the fire guys. And then they just took him in and gave him a tour of the place. And yeah. they entertained him for like an hour. He was trying on the air hose things mm -hmm. and oh he was in his element because he wants to be a firefighter and he came back with five little plastic helmets so proud yeah, he was like i saw the firehouse <laughs> yeah i sat in the fire truck i, I drove the fire truck <laughs> so my my aunt got the closure she needed we had a picture board thing up that i left with my older sister so she could look at him yeah she said she did not want to get emotional so she did not look at them right during the event but we let her take her to his home and it like I said, the event was just really good. Some uh, cousins and, and mm -hmm. people he'd known when he was younger uh, Yeah, one guy up. I'd never met. Yeah, and but he'd known him when he was like a kid. Yeah. Or a teenager, even. And he told us how, you know, my dad, um, he was present when the day my dad broke his arm. I didn't know your dad had broken his arm. Oh, yeah. He he was a, in high school. He was a, a baseball pitcher. And apparently he had a promising arm. Oh, wow. That's where the joke came up because of. He was like, yeah, your, uh, your dad used to be able to throw a ball really good. And then uh, there was this bike accident. He broke his arm. And ever since then, he couldn't throw the same. <gasps> and that's part of the reason why Candy, my older sister, and my dad she had has such that. a passion mm, with the softball. Yeah. So the thing, though, is, is I, I was like, that's kind of funny, I said, because my dad was always like Al Bundy. When he was, because in, um, in the show Married with Children, Al Bundy would always be like, yeah, my high, my football career. Right, stuff, he was the he was quarterback of the football. high school football team. So I was like, it's kind of like Dad was with baseball. He's like, oh, yeah, is that he how he was? Pitcher. Oh, that's funny. He's like, I had an arm and, um, you know, I could have gone, gone places with my arm, but then I broke my arm. But apparently I never knew how he broke his arm. It was a, a bicycle collision with a person that wasn't even, nobody knew was there and they just kind of collided. Oh, God. It was one of his friends, but they weren't. Dad comes flying down this hill and didn't know the other guy was there. And oh. They, they crashed into each other, and Dad broke his arm. Oh, no. So. Um, Man, he must have broke it really bad if he wasn't able to heal correctly. Yeah. So. Well, who knows? He could have had a history of not healing correctly, for all we know. Right. 
so the the event went good but yeah some of the toxicity is um my little sister did not attend in the past she's shown the perfect ability to show up on a weekend on a moment's notice stay for a day and leave when it comes to things she wants to do or her friend well and yeah but since we started planning the memorial she was resistant because she wanted it to be later for a various bunch of excuses and it's just gotten to the point where now it's pertinent that she does not live anywhere near here she moved away she moved away she lives three states away now when you are the sole person who lives farther away than everyone else yeah it is your responsibility to show up to where everyone's going to be yeah they don't get to cater to you right and the thing is is the primary argument was that the her daughter's school is going year-round, and they're starting... They started early. They started early. But again, it would just be a weekend trip for, you know, your father passing away. It's it's an excusable absence, but it was just... It wouldn't even have to be absent. She didn't feel like she was the one making the choices, so she was going to resist to it anyway. And it wasn't about her. And she wants to have it in a place that took my older sister and I's childhood away, and there's lots of drinking where she would be able to mask and blend in getting drunk. Right. Not the sort of environment my sister and I want to be in anymore. Not an environment where you want kids around. Right. And her children would not have been able to be entertained at all at, at a bar the whole no. time. So it's the the key is is that the point is is during these discussions, just back and forth and so forth, um my my older sister and I have come to a really good spot. Yep. And we were being just we've been very open and honest with each other and just very direct and and lots of healing has been going on that's been amazing and you know my little sister has been like i'm feeling like the black sheep i'm feeling like i'm not included in anything and you know we kind of realize it's just because she keeps alienating herself Mm -hmm. and making herself be the black sheep Mm -hmm. and causing drama and talking shit like yep my older sister and my mom and i whenever we've referenced my little sister we've been saying you know out of concern we hope for her we pray for her yeah we're worried about her what can we do to help her like it's all from a place of good intention right and then (laughs) jenna's latina side came out because she heard that uh it came up that your little sister had been has been going around very vocal and open apparently for a long time for a long time uh spreading that you're a narcissist yeah and i i literally felt my head about to explode like i lost my shit just and i was actually when your sister said that your older sister and she was like you didn't know that she's been really open and honest about that or like really vocal and telling right. everybody who listen we had never heard that so at that point, I was okay. We were she already needs, talking about wanting to have some sort of intervention. She needs to explain herself at this point is right. what in my head I'm thinking. She needs to explain herself because at no point have I ever attacked her husband. Right. And I understand that's your brother, but at the same time, that's my husband. And you you come to me and you look at me like I'm your friend. Right. Why are you talking about my husband like this? And we let you stay in our house. I let you stay in my house. I, you know, you've confided in me about stuff and like, yeah, no. 
So when we came home that night and you mentioned it to your mom and then your mom said, yeah, she's said that quite a few times. I've just never said anything to you. That's when I lost it. And I was like, she's fucking done, 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 done. Uh, I don't, she better hope I never come across her. Right. Like, because all I want to do right now is drive down there and choke the shit out of her. And the key is, I think. She's not productive. (laughs) The thing is, is that we want. To basically tell her, and the problem is, is I've already gotten to the point where I feel like I need to record conversations that I have with her because she'll come back and say something. And see, so I took all this stuff because I Mm. couldn't sleep that night Mm. or the next night. I couldn't sleep. I was just fuming. Right. And I took all that stuff and I started researching because I was like, you know, you always hear the word thrown around, but like, what does it really mean to have a true narcissistic personality? Right. And... Um, I ended up down this rabbit hole with like reading the DSM five, which is the um, mental health, yeah, the you medical know, the medical diagnosis and stuff. And um, there's this very prominent therapist called Dr. Brene Brown, and she's done TED talks on this kind of stuff for years. And like, there's things on how how to recognize one mm-hmm. and how it's actually a personality disorder, right? And so. The more I'm reading it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's her. She's the fucking narcissist. Right. And as I'm reading everything, like having to document stuff, you have to do that with a narcissist because they'll tell people what what makes them look right or what's going to get them the most sympathy and pity. And she is all about me, 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 me. And look at me, poor me, poor me, unless it's, hey, look, this amazing thing I've done when, you know, I've actually not really done it, but whatever. Right. And she's got other people doing stuff for her and coming to you and saying things and right. and getting other people to talk to you about stuff that she doesn't want to address personally. Yeah, it's grow backbone. And yeah, no, none of that stuff. Because she actually and it fits because she does not have a good self esteem. Right. She has a very low opinion of herself. And she's, she's generally not very intelligent and she knows whenever she confronts me, I'm able to smash her down. But she doesn't want to have to deal ar- with that. I can debate with her and argue with her and she she doesn't want to have to face that or deal with that so these are all classic traits and so i was like okay well how do you stop someone from doing that right and the tried and true method is you go dark 100 percent cut off no more right no texting no phone calls no social media no nothing we are done if you decide you want to meet me and talk to me and have a calm, rational discussion right. wherein you take responsibility and accountability for your actions right. and I'll do the same, that's fine. Otherwise, I have nothing to say to you. And it seems... Because by doing that, we're depriving her of the... the Dopamine and all that Well, shit. no, no. It's the, it's the constant feeding and reactions mm-hmm. is what she thrives on. Right. So if we take that away, right, it's going to drive her insane. Take her batteries away. Yeah, basically. So the thing, though, is that we were trying to figure out how to confront because we're trying to make a general move and engage toxic people less and find healthy people more. Right. Because we don't have that many. You've got um, your two besties. Yep. I have... I have a couple of friends that I care about, but we never spend time together. Yeah. And 
but the thing is, is like with the toxic people, like as far as my sister goes, it's like, how do we cut them off without letting, like, make sure they understand why we're doing it. Right. Because I don't, I won't go ghost somebody. No, no, no. I'm not ghosting somebody. But how to say, look, here's how to do it. And to make sure that the story can't be repeated and twisted to the rest of my family or friends. And so I said, we need to just sit down and make a video. A video email. Yep. Post it on a private YouTube. Yep. And send it to everyone. Sisters and everybody. Right. Because. Her monkeys, all of it. And say, this is what the stance that we're taking. This is why. This is why. And we encourage you to think long and hard and maybe do the same. Right. And basically, if um, she tries to twist in any way, we'll have. Here's the proof. This is what we sent. Right. This is what we mean. This is how we are. Right. So I think we should do that. But we're going to just have to be not just, you know, ad lib record it. We're going to have to. No, we're going to have to script it. Yeah. Because exactly how we want to say it. Because there's certain things that need to be said to her. Mm hmm. And certain specific items and things and topics and whatever. And we want to make sure to address it all so we can be done. Right. Um, Well, you never said. Nope, I didn't. But no, you're describing the the personality. It's all about me and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I'm realizing that the other friendship that I've had come to an end recently Mm -hmm. was a lot of that dynamic as well. Mm -hmm. All about me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's because while a lot of my friends would hang out with me because I had the energy and I would keep the party going. Right. The other part of that relationship dynamic would be that I would keep feeding the other person that attention. Right. And that seeking other people's approval. Mm -hmm. A narcissist person's compliment would be somebody that would be seeking approval from that narcissist. Mm-hmm. So that codependence ends. Right. Because I don't want, I've come to the point now where I want, I want to get back what I put out there. Right. And I'm not going to settle for not getting back what I put out. And you were definitely not a narcissistic person. You're, you only ever have good intentions. Like I was telling one of my friends the other day, like, your delivery may suck yeah, yeah. 10% of the time, 90% of the time, but it's always done with a good intention. At the end of the day, you're a gigantic teddy bear and right. you will give someone the shirt off their, your back if that's what they needed. And so for, for that, for somebody to say that to you, like to me, it's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. You've never known this person and you've never taken five minutes to know this person. Right. Because that's not who they are at all. Well, the thing, the thing, as far as the, I don't, I had a track, I lost it. Sorry. Well, the the one thing that, that a narcissist person would not be able to do that I am constantly asking, and unfortunately. And I've brought that up too. Because, um, you have to tell me what it is if I'm not about to say it, is a person who's narcissist would never ask for feedback. That's what I said. Okay. You're constantly saying, like, if someone says to you, that wasn't cool, or, hey, your delivery sucks, or whatever, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, that's not how I meant it. Please tell me what I said that was the wrong way, or right. whatever. Because yeah. I can understand. And you're always trying can, to do better. A lot of times I can come off as arrogant, cocky, But that's not the same thing. 
No, but to I'm I'm picturing to a weaker self depriving self um, deprecating person mm. that that sort of confidence comes off as trying to overpower. And a lot of times people will say, I'm intimidating, I'm aggressive, I'm this. And it's like, no, it's not that I'm trying to be aggressive. I'm being assertive. And I'm only recently learning how to, how I come across. Right. So that's been a recent discovery and I'm working to get better at it. But see, that's something that someone who my is narcissistic never would never do. But my intention's never been to overpower someone. Of course. It's always been to just, I speak my mind or else nobody will pay attention to me and I will be right lost in details, you know? Right. And does everybody have a little bit of an ego at some point? Of course. Right. Especially if you know what you're talking about and you know you know what you're talking about. But I totally respect when someone knows more than me and I'm like, okay, cool. Tell me. Yeah. You know? So that's the thing is like, we're just going to try to look for where we're not getting back what we put in and quit right. not just totally destroy the person be like, I'm done with you, whatever, but it's well, like, your sister. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> as far as I am, you do you, but I can't, because if that's what she's saying about you, oh, who knows what she's saying about me and our I children. Told, I told Candy the same thing. I can't. I said, she talks about whoever's not there. Yeah. And that's not okay. And the thing is, is that it's still not destroying. It's setting boundaries. And it's saying, this is, we are not closing our doors to you forever. We are saying until you become a person that we can be with and associate with. And and if that never happens, then so be it. Right. But we are saying, if you can take accountability for your actions, responsibility, own up to shit. Right. Then that's fine. Because that we're willing to do that too. That's leaving the door cracked. And that's what I'm saying is, is we're not the type of people that's saying you're dead to me. Well, sometimes I am. You are more than me. I've never, <laughs> I've never said you're dead to me to anybody. Oh yeah. And basically, it's like, okay, I am finally getting to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to be taken advantage of anymore. I'm not. Gonna... I would be fine saying that to her and saying you're dead to me and I'm done, because at no point has there ever been value to that relationship. She right. has never brought anything to the table. No. So, uh, like this, it's. not having her in our life actually improves our life right (laughs) it's in that dream at the moment right yeah Yeah, like so i wouldn't feel bad about that but i understand as her brother as her sister whatever you guys can't do that right and that's fine and that's not fair to your mom that she would have to pick and choose because she wants to be able to see her grandkids or whatever so well and that was another thing that came out of this that i was so proud of my mom's growth it's because I was talking oh, to my yeah. mom and I was saying, I was telling her about the situation, like what well, kind of what we were going to do. And basically I'm not asking her to be a part of it because she's got the weird position as the mom where she can't right. do that as much. Um, even though ideally it would be in the long run, the long game, better it would for be my better sister for everybody to be unified. Yes, right. Yes. But at the same time, I'm not going to ask my mom because I am not the type of person that says, my like my older sister when I was younger, she's better about it now, but she used to be the well, we are all against you. Instead of saying her issues, mm. she would say, Well, we all think this. Mm-hmm. And I've always been the type where if, if I have an issue, I'm going to tell you I right. have an issue. And that's why, like, what we're saying now, 
I don't feel bad for saying it in this platform or whatever and been, have been telling people over the past couple of days because nothing that I'm saying right now is, is not something you would, I would say to her. I would 100% say it to her face if she was sitting here. Right. If she lived five minutes away, I'd drive over there, knock on the door, and tell her. Right. And that I'm, I feel very much the same way. If it's something That's a that huge difference. You keep your mouth shut unless it's something you're willing to say to their face. Right. And so how can she sit here and say you're a narcissist, but then turn around and be like, I'm so concerned. How's my brother? Yeah. and That's not the same. Thank you so much for letting me stay with you. You guys have been so helpful and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then bullshit. talk shit. Fuck you. Yeah. Or even when she would stay at Candy's house and she would dog about how messy her house was or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just you don't do it. Anyway, you're yes, you're So the mom, thing is, yeah. I was talking to my mom and I was like, Well, the thing is, is like Jenna and her brother were raised that one day something's gonna happen, you guys will only have each other left. So you had each other's back. Correct. And I've appreciated that avenue, and that's why we've been raising our kids the same belief. Right. And it, it definitely is a much better outcome than my sister and I, and I was talking to my mom and I said, well, the thing is we were always raised with competition and my mom, because we were doing a duo conversation or Google meet and you could see her face got kind of concerned. And in the past, in the past where she would have shut it down and gotten defensive, Mm -hmm. she said, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. She circled back. Actually, you've moved on. And she she did it calmly. Mm -hmm. And she asked me, if you don't mind, can you tell me a little more why you believe that? Right. So she wasn't accepting it. She wasn't knocking it down. She was asking for more questions to clarification. Clarify. And and she past, ultimately agreed with you. In the past, she would have shut down. And I simply told her, I said, look, the reason why I feel that we were raised in a competitive environment was because with dad being at the club, the drinking club that Tammy wanted to have the funeral at. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hell no. With him being at the club all the time, or when he was home, he was drunk, or watching his shows and not wanting to be interrupted, whatever it may right. be, and her being either sleeping or having a little too much to drink or focused on something else, I said the amount of time for attention was small. That window was small. And you have three kids all vying to get that attention. So you were fighting I said for it, it creates a situation of competition. Right. And my mom said, okay, I can see that. And right. she goes, and I'm really sorry. I never intended that. And I said, well, don't get me wrong. I, again, no regrets. Right. No regrets. No regrets. I have, I could not be the way I am with our kids if it wasn't for these experiences, good, bad, and different. And I, and I told her, I piped up and I said, well, you know, the Sandy that was raising three kids back in the eighties. Right. Is not the same Sandy that we're talking we're to talking now. to now. Yeah. And if that Sandy had three kids right now that she was trying to raise, she'd be raising them a whole hell of a lot different. And she was like, "Oh yeah, absolutely." And and I think that made her feel really good too because of again, it's we're not judging you. No. And I said, and mom, we're acknowledging the work. Right. And I'm saying, mom, I am not. You don't need to apologize. And she's like, "Well, I feel like it. Just I feel like I should." I said, "I appreciate that, but it's not needed." Right. Um. You know, you dealt with what you could. I said, but you asked for an explanation, and that's why I feel that way. And she goes, I can see that. Yeah. So it was really good. It was openly discussing things, not getting it shot down, having right. it analyzed, and see. And this is the this is how you have conversations when you work on yourself, right? And you are actively trying to 
better yourself and grow and and develop right whereas like i've said multiple times your your little sister is like stunted at 13. yeah she's like stuck there because she's got this middle school mentality about everything and you know she just wants to be everybody's friend and she wants everybody to like her no she doesn't want to be everybody's friend she wants everybody to like her she wants everybody to think she's a friend Mm -hmm. but she doesn't know how to behave like one true so it's one of those things where we need to figure out how to approach it how to make the video how to cover all of her points and then say we hope you find peace we hope you find bless and release yes that's i was trying to remember what we you are call literally it. gonna bless, bless that's what i call it we bless you and we release you from our lives yes and if you happen to flutter your way back and want to have an adult conversation right that's fine right so so that's where we are right now that's where we are but you know it's just um like i said just in general with with even friends and stuff like that i'm gonna quit expecting well i always give too much credit to people when i meet them i get all excited about meeting them like oh my god it's a friend and they're gonna be amazing yeah and i'm always like calm down dude you don't know know anything about these fools they could be mass murderers for all you know but i always give too much trust to people that i haven't earned it yet and i need to learn to be a little more like you and make people earn their way Mm -hmm. um right but that's kind of hard for me i'm just kind of like I love you instantly. You don't no, have to even, we're best friends. That's from your, your childhood yeah. oh, trauma. I know. <laughs> I know. And the thing though is like, I could pick worse qualities to have. Than, oh no. Yeah. You're too trusting. But the problem is it, it gets me screwed all the time. I know. Um, at the same point, I need to learn to protect myself a little bit better and to stand up for what I deserve a little bit better. Yes. Um, and again, the whole thing that we're also trying to do is we're bettering ourselves for ourselves one but also whenever i am whenever you or i are pointed into a personality a trait that we have that is not something that we would want to pass on to our kids right there's an obligation to improve that trait and we even openly explain to the kids this is a trait that we have that we do not want to continue on to you. We are working on it on ourselves, but please right. seek it out, identify it in yourself. And, yes. you know, kind of like what I told my sister I did with my dad is I looked at traits that were part of my personality that I didn't like about my dad mm-hmm. and identified the ones that I wanted to keep very consciously. Right. And I said, okay, these traits I need to get rid of, these traits I need to keep and hone a little bit better. Yeah. And every one of us have got those. And every one of us, if you look, there's going to be a trait that we have from our families that we don't like. But the only way there's any chance of possibly changing it is to recognize its existence. Exactly. And acknowledge it. Take it for what it is. That doesn't mean you're a terrible, horrible human. Right. But recognize it and take the steps to change it. And that's a that's a never ending process either because what's going to happen is yeah. one quality you may have on the surface that's glaring that you know you don't like. Right. You'll finally work. You'll get that trait out of your life, and underneath there, there may be some other residual traits that are that were feeding it, but yeah. you didn't realize they were even there because the bigger trait was 
blocking wearing you so yeah, you're not gonna wake up one day and be like i'm better right <laughs> but and it's a struggle some days but if you want to be the best person you can be for yourself for those around you and for your children it's a it's a never-ending you have battle. to at least try right yeah um so we've got 40 minutes on here what do we want to talk about now what do you i don't think we have a specific time no but we usually try to keep it around an hour yeah try to try um try, oh try. hopefully there's some oh. new people listening what because the other event that i had it uh was my job oh my had God. a bowling party thing <laughs> and it was cool because i was telling the owner of our company his wife about our podcast and oh she's like my oh my gosh. god oh you told amanda about that yes i told amanda so amanda if you're <laughs> listening send me an email on facebook message um, say hi sorry in advance <laughs> we no. are weirdos <laughs> yeah and then i told um isa from work mm. so isa hello if you're listening <laughs> poor thing we probably scarred her for and it was probably like <laughs> i know she really approves of our parenting no, I know, but there's you. we're like more open than some people are. Yeah. And we say things that a lot of people don't say. And she's in HR, so I gotta sometimes be like, okay. Yeah, like that's the last person you want listening to this. Like, he does a podcast half naked. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna leave that part alone. But no, you the thing was announced it. <laughs> oh, I know. But the thing is, is it's funny because sometimes at work I'll go to tell tell her something. I would want to tell her something about the kids or something like that, or a joke that we told Alex. And I'll be like, okay, no HR hat right now, because this is going to possibly, so this could be very inappropriate. And she's like, it's fine. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So the thing that I was like, and then there's like um, four other people at work that I was telling. I was like, oh, yeah, we got a podcast. Jesus. And um, um, Alex and Olivia. So Olivia, if you're listening, say hi. to Give uh, Alex a hug from us. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, it was great. I would not want to give Alex a hug. I want to give a hug to that adorable baby. Yes. Who's not a baby anymore. I know. I took the baby pictures. I was like, holy crap. He's almost two. But it I was funny. Just turned two. At the bowling thing, it was funny. I went up and I saw Alex and I saw Olivia and she's like, hi. And she's just like, I got to tell you, I really like you, but I love Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, okay. I suppose I'm glad you you really like me. That's awesome. But we were talking, and, and <laughs> that's, again, that positive. That's so funny. That's a positive relationship I would like to cultivate. Yeah. Um, because I told, I told her, I was like, you guys seem to have a pretty mature relationship. You, you talk well. You communicate well. And, and um, It's so funny I said, when it's kind I of rare. like that. When it's people rare. tell you that kind of stuff about me like yeah because i i would never i don't know but you and her i don't did have talk. this like amazing winning personality that <laughs> well no but you and her did talk about like just being real and not facades and just that you a lot of times present with resting bitch face and that's just who you are but if you get to know you you know it's just my face but you're also like me in the sense that when someone is talking with you directly, you're very blunt, very open, very honest. Yeah. And that's not normal. That's well, part of the reason. I don't have time for, for bullshit. Like... But that's part of the reason why you and Mandy and Sarah connect really well is because you don't do the facades. You just say, <laughs> I'm open and, and raw and there. you can either love it or leave it. 
Right. <laughs> right. And that's the thing is, um, that those are the types of friendships we want to try to continue. Put the, that those are the friendships that we want to put energy into. Right. That deserve our attention. Yes. And yeah, maybe maybe our uh, we can expand our circle a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying. Oh, another thing that's been going on is um, I've been working with our neighbor to create our own little production studio, <laughs> Antonada Studios. You're so funny. And we're working on doing little sketches, and it's a way to actually actively get me doing more stuff. And um, the reason why we're doing our own instead of working with the group that I was going to try to is because the group I was trying to work is quite PG-13. Yeah, they like to censor too much. And and we don't have filters. <laughs> right. And I was like, I don't want to do something where every idea I'm going to have is going to be shot down because it's too risque, too dirty, too dark-minded. I'm like, I'm not here to make a Sesame Street. I want to make right. things that yeah. are just wrong. And you want Avenue, what was it? Avenue Q, Q or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and part of the thing is that like he's got he's got some more newfound religion things and some and that's things fine. But some things is like, I don't know if I'd be comfortable saying, like, why do we have to say goddamn there? And like, because she's in front of St. Peter and she's going to start cursing at her kids and yell, God damn it, in front of St. Peter. And they'd be like, oh. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but he's like, well, well, can we do it without goddamn? And I'm like, that's kind of the punchline. You know? Because she's going to look back up and be like, sorry. <laughs> but I was like, okay, well, we could bleep it out. And he's like, okay, I would feel fine with that. So... Well, and in doing that, I think we might start doing some, some little collab, little collab. little TikTok things on yeah. our happily bored thing that we've never. Well, that's the thing I was figuring really is done because anything with. <laughs> we could technically consider it a co a collab because a collab because we would just put a. It's not a collab. It's a collab. Collab. We could put the. <laughs> it could be a happily bored sketch by, or from. And it's not a studio. Something. I don't know if I want to be uh, attached to that. But I'd been seeing stuff on TikTok like, oh, we should see, we should do some of these like yeah. reaction videos or whatever. Right. So we got to do some more of that stuff. But the key is, is that it's going to try to get me more engaging with other people and yes, being creative with other for people. For you to get out and, yeah. and talk to people. I talk to enough people. And then the, <laughs> the only other thing is, I took Gabby to poker. Oh, and, yeah. You taught her how to play poker. Yep, and she's learning how to get and a little more comfortable. And you took her, but it. she didn't play because she's not old enough. She's not old enough, but she did enjoy seeing how the betting she observed, works. observed, yeah. And she was getting the idea of the second level of poker, which is not just the cards, it's playing the people. Right. So she got exposure to it, and the other guy was impressed that we'd been teaching her poker. And I told her, you. I said, it's, yeah, I've been teaching her poker. But it was like... She don't want to learn from me. I don't give a shit. It's... <laughs> the logic and the thinking ahead and it's funny because she's gravitating a lot more towards those things than alex did yeah and um like that we also figured out that she thinks just like i do oh 100 because we did this little memory game thing or this little it was IQ like a little iq test found. i found yeah and i nailed i nailed all the questions and she eventually did the one i had to help her with a little bit was just slowing it down for it and then she got it but, but Alex funny. and I were both like, uh, what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and it was funny, though, because in the two 
the two first questions, like, I vocalize when I'm trying to solve something. Mm-hmm. And she almost verbatim. She does the same thing. But she almost verbatim was doing the same path of logic that I was doing. Right. Um, so it was really interesting to watch her thought process play out. And then to see that it was just like mine, I was like, oh, shit. So she, I think she actually <laughs> follows a lot more after me than he does. And I thought oh, yeah. it was the other way around. No, no. But it's interesting. It's been fun getting to know as these kids are getting more vocal and they're really good at Growing communicating up. their thoughts, though. <laughs> they're both really good at yes. openly communicating their thoughts. And it's yes. really interesting to get to know these evolving people. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And Alex's long-distance relationships. Oh, my God. It's not a relationship. He's, I mean, it's a friendship. You see him smile when he talks about it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. So, anyway... Uh, I'm trying to remember what do we have going on this week. Well, tonight I'm trying my my Darth Vader mask. Stop saying that. It doesn't make any noise. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to try to see if I can learn to sleep finally. Um, then, Saturday um, we have a funeral. Saturday we have a funeral earlier in the day. And then um, one of my longtime friends that yeah, childhood I've friend. recently gotten back in touch with is in town. So I'm going to get to have dinner with him and his family. Yes. We're excited about that. Cause it's been a long time since we've had dinner with the family. We have also. not seen them in person since before COVID. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be great. I'm excited about that. They're going to freak out about how big the kids are. Oh, I know. It's so crazy. I know. Um, and then two weeks from today, oh, we might take the chessboard. The children go back to school. Dun, dun, dun. Ah. We should have a recording before then. We're going to yeah. try to get better now oh, that yeah. we have these little mobile mics. <laughs> um, but yeah, so otherwise... We could go to breakfast that morning and record our breakfast. This is true. We can have a breakfast. Oh, wow. Oh. That could be interesting. I've never done that. It's just going to be brunch, though, because the kids go to school so fucking late. Yeah, I know. So ridiculous. Which just means they get home late and then they have to have less daytime. Yeah, it's so dumb. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. So in anyway. any case, we will be back soon. Yep. Much sooner than we have in the past couple Year. episodes. <laughs> yes. Um, Look, at, we did one last week and we did one this week. I said we need to just keep going just little by little. Yep. <laughs> we'll no, well, I don't have anything else, so we'll talk to you. Oh, you time. don't have anything else, so we're going to wrap up. Well, no, do you? No. I just You're so funny the way you wrap that up. That's well, I was just trying to figure out, okay, so... We'll talk to you next time. If you guys have any suggestions or any comments about this episode or or you want to hear future, us debate a topic, yes, or talk through something, then where can they tell us? Yeah, absolutely. They can email us at info at happily dash board b o r e d dot com, or I guess you could try and send a message on Facebook and Instagram, but we don't really check them very much. <laughs> this is true. So maybe just email. <laughs> yes. So we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye.